Everyone welcome our new sponsor, Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke is the premier source for THC products. The team at Diet Smoke sent us gummies to enjoy while we horror and chill. My favorite are the Great Sleep Gummies. And mine are the Cherry Lime Gummies. So with a wide range of strengths and doses, Diet Smoke promises to find the perfect product for you. Whether you want something strong to unwind, a boost of energy to keep you going, or a lighter option for a mellow high, Diet Smoke has you covered. They understand everyone is different, which is why they're dedicated to helping you find the perfect product. Their customer service team will be by your side, helping you along the way. Diet Smoke has cannabis gummies, shots, and vapes, each one made to deliver the best balance of flavor and effect. So don't settle for less and join the Diet Smoke community and discover the buzz for you. Visit dietsmoke.com today and use code DFWTO for 50% off any item and enjoy your journey to cannabis bliss. Diet Smoke, your partner in finding the perfect THC products. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Casper and Becky from the DFWTO podcast. If you've been a longtime listener, you know how much mental health means to us. Mental health actually plays a role in many horror films, especially the final girl subgenre. Whether it's Nancy facing her nightmares and defeating Freddy, or Sydney taking out Ghostface to overcome the trauma of and avenge her mother's death. Not only are horror movies a huge comfort to Casper and I, so is putting our mental health first. And if you agree and you're searching for professional services, let BetterHelp be your guide. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist who can help you start your journey of self-awareness and discovery. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be flexible and convenient for any type of schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get yourself matched up with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just like the final girls that triumph over evil, triumph over your trauma with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DFWTO and save 10% off your first month when you sign up today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-F-W-T-O. And remember, guys, don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original. original. Now let's get into the episode. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWT podcast, DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. You forgot the vowel. I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Oh, here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because Wednesdays are for podcasts. We're excited about this one, guys. We're actually talking now we have throughout the entirety of our show. We have sprinkled in and talked about movies that have actually scared us or creeped us out, but we've never actually put an episode to it to where that's all we talk about, where we talk about the movies that scared us because we talk about a lot of the times how we'll go to see a new horror movie or we'll watch a new horror movie and they don't scare us. It's very hard to scare us these days. Excuse me. We might have even mentioned some of these. I know the last time we mentioned the last time we did a listener's choice episode was July of 2022. So we have we might have even mentioned these on like a listener's episode. But I don't think we've actually definitively sat down and done an entire list of like these really scared. We've definitely talked about them before. Yes. We definitely have. We've talked about them in different um lists that like 
favorite found footage or yeah. favorite yeah. Uh, horror movie of all time or even like a top horror movie that has scared us. We've, I'm sure we've mentioned the one that you guys probably know we're going to say, but you know, it, um, we haven't dedicated a full fledged entire episode to a list of movies, which by the way, we both came up with our own lists. Um, we have our list of our top five and then we have some honorable mentions and we do have some of the same ones on there, but, uh, we're going to go through our lists and, you know, just talk about the movies and what creeped us out about the films or what scared us in particular. Um, and then we would love to hear from you guys too. I love hearing feedback from you guys. Like I always love hearing what horror movies actually scared people because horror movies are very um different for every person like we could watch the same movie and I can be completely unaffected but the person sitting next to me could be terrified so stuff like that's interesting so you guys share your horror movie scares as well I think a lot of people also have different like there's different things that scare people people have like their own fears and phobias that may not scare other people so i think that's always an interesting take when you find out what horror movies scare people versus which ones don't um and i think with just casper and i being kind of like horror movie vets like it really takes a lot to like genuinely scare us but i know like my so my i actually just i figured out another one another special mention (laughs) mine aren't like I feel like mine kind of all have a theme. Like some of them are the same theme, some of them aren't. But and I think that is what makes it interesting because I think sometimes when you find out like what movies well, geez, scare when people, you say that, I'm over like here all, looking at my list. Like, well, there's a very common theme. They going have like on a theme here. going on. Like, yeah, <laughs> like there's definitely a thing where people are like, which I think it makes sense. I think like when you, I think like okay, like for instance, people that don't like possession films, it's like the idea people that could say like oh my god possession films are the ones that absolutely scare me the most well then that would so then typically that would be somebody where it's like i don't like the idea of not being in control of my own body like that absolutely terrifies me that if somebody was in my body controlling me and people think that's me and i have no way i mean that is fucking terrifying that's like a natural human reaction for something like that to to absolutely horrify you is not being in control of your own body so that would totally make sense that possession films would would scare people like that would that would totally make sense i would like to take my list to my therapist now and be like hey i need to diagnose what my problem is (laughs) like (laughs) here you go so let's start off first of all by saying what is like your I get a lot of people asking me this question, so I'd be interested to ask you, and then I can share mine. What is your ideal most terrifying thing ever? Like, situation. Like, if you were put in a situation, what is the scariest situation you ever could have been, could be put in? Basically, your biggest fears. I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier, like if somebody was in my, in my house and I didn't know it, like I don't, and I have that common theme in like all these movies basically is like any movie 
and this is in a lot of found footage films you see like any movie where like the camera's facing somebody and there's somebody that walks behind them and they don't know it um any of these stories where you hear people say like my stuff went missing and my food in my fridge was being eaten so I set up a camera and there was somebody living in my fucking walls or somebody living in my attic or like movies that I've seen where it's like somebody will pick up a camera and start filming the people in the house while they're sleeping and they don't know it it's like just I guess like home invade like not even so much like a home invasion but just like safe space invasion yeah like they they know they know you're there but you don't know you're there that is the most unsettling feeling when you know, me and my husband have worked so hard in making our home our sanctuary. Like, this is our safe space. Um, and then I come here and every so, week like, and fuck it up. So... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, that's probably, like, why we're so selective over the years of, like, who we allow in our house and who we don't. <laughs> why, like, if people immediately put off bad energy, it's like, don't ever fucking come in my house again. Um, like this is our sanctuary. This is our safe space. This, it's not, it's, it's not just our house or our home. This is literally like where we come to be safe from the outside world, like where we can unwind and be ourselves and, you know, not, and just be in your own little bubble. And like, to think that somebody has entered that bubble, like without your permission, with, without your knowledge, like, Somebody being in your home and you don't know it is just the most, oh my God, like you're walking down a hallway and they like pass in the rooms between you and like, you don't fucking know. No. Like they're staring at you and you don't, I just, I hate every, the thought of that. Oh my God, it just made my back stiff. Like it, <laughs> I hate that. That is so, and I feel like, that in and of itself goes back to the whole thing of like not having control. Like you would not be able to have control over that. Like you think of every way you've kept your house safe and secure, lockdown, alarm, whatever, whatever, whatever you, pew, pew, whatever you choose to like keep your house safe. And like somebody is still in your space, in your safe, in your haven. Like they've infiltrated your bubble. No, it just that is a whole it's just a terrifying, unsettling, creepy ass feeling. Oh, I hate that so much. I hate it. Mine is very specific. Um, if I were to wake up in a room that was so dark, I couldn't see my hand in front of my face being tied up. And then hearing a strange sound coming from a corner. Of oh, rooms. no. Or in the room. That sounds like a creepy pasta. I swear to God, that, that was a creepy pasta. That would be my ultimate. Like I can't live through this. Just put me down. Type of situation. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I would want to just die. Because it would be like the not knowing, and like I'm just stuck here, and I would just be screaming like, "Why am I here? Who is that? What's going on?" I would just. Yeah, no, I would hate that. I'd be like, just, just fucking kill me. Like either let me go or kill me. Put me down. <laughs> like please, I don't. I want to get off this ride. <laughs> I did not buy tickets to this. I don't like any of this. Yeah. All right. So do you want to start us off? None of mine are in any particular order. I have five and then five special mentions. So like 10 altogether. Um, so my five 
You just want to go well, movie like, by movie. Yeah, I'm just going to go movie by movie. So the Poughkeepsie <laughs> tapes. So, and the main reason why that scared me so bad, especially rewatching it, because I've seriously only seen this movie like two and a half times. And I don't count the time I saw it with you and Kai. Because <laughs> we were laughing too fucking hard. <laughs> right. Um, that movie felt way too real. Mm -hmm. And I know me and Casper were talking about this before uh, we recorded tonight. Like, the difference... So, like, that movie is really horrifying. Like, there's so many horrifying things that happen in that movie. And I think to compare it to something like Terrifier, for instance, I feel like Terrifier, like, collectively, we all know, ter like, Terrifier is so campy because it's so fake. Like, the gore in it and the, and the kills in Terrifier 1 and 2 are, like, they're awful. Like, they're so gory and violent and horrible. But everybody laughs about it because it's like you know art isn't real like this is it's very clear to the audience to everybody that this isn't real so it's funny like you can laugh about it you don't have to be uncomfortable at these really awful scenes because we know this isn't real the Poughkeepsie tapes could happen. That could really, really happen. And I think, like, this is why I want to mention a special mention real quick. Like, I'm kind of jumping because these both have that in common. So special mention to a movie that I will never watch. I get constant shit for this. Is The Strangers. And I will not watch The Strangers for the same reason that the Poughkeepsie tapes creeped me out and really scared me. Because it, the creepiness of it is that it's too real. There's very few films that are just like, this is too real for me. I am so uncomfortable and my skin is crawling and I don't like I'm home alone and I don't like this. And a lot of these movies I watch, like I watch a lot of horror by myself. Same. I watch so much horror by myself. Like before, Most me, of and it Casper, I by myself. before me and Casper became friends, like there was just a lot, like going to the theaters with you and like watching horror, like, I didn't really have a lot of that. Like normally I would have to wait till stuff came out and then I would sit at home and watch it by myself. And even now, because like my husband likes horror, but I've talked about this a million times. He has his certain category of horror films that he likes. He's more of like creature feature monster films. Um, but he does really like paranormal stuff and he loves found footage. So that's always great. So those are always fun to watch with him. Um, but like, anything so watching something by myself and I'm like scared to be in my own house by myself like random Tuesday one o'clock in the afternoon and I'm watching this in my house broad daylight and I'm terrified like I'm so scared I'm walking through every room in the house hello I'm like what what's happening I'm grabbing the giant Michael Myers butcher knife like walking around my house by my like looking like a lunatic by myself because I'm if a movie can do that to me you have scared the shit out of me so that's kind of where I judge it is like if I'm sitting at home or sitting in a theater like I'm by myself and I'm watching this and I am terrified you you've got me like you you you've done your job you have single-handedly scared the crap out of me because I'm I'm I, like I actually feel uncomfortable and any movie that's just too real 
Like the Poughkeepsie tapes was just too fucking real. The Strangers is my one of my honorable mentions. Just too real because you were home, and I won't watch it. It's I, so I fucking do good, but not I get it. Care how much shit I get, I will not watch it. I already know about it. I know how it ends. Well, there's no need to put you through all of that well, for no. no reason. And like I've said, me and my husband, we do that. So I think that's what makes it even more. I remember, oh my God, there was one. And as much as I loved, and of course, I'm not going to say where it was or anything. Like as much fun as we had and as beautiful and as secluded as it was, it was the one cabin we stayed at. We were like literally on 40, 50 acres. We want to stay there too. There were no blinds or shades on the windows. So at night, getting up to use the bathroom is legit is is scary it's scary that was the one that has been the one singular time me and my husband together been together 15 years we have gone on so many trips and stayed at so many cabins and that is single-handedly the only time that i was actually like i've seen this movie I think I've seen this yeah. film before. Yeah, see, yeah, I Alex like would this. actually get me up to go with her to go pee if that I, was the case. I probably shouldn't have. Don't <laughs> think about because babe, 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 I got pee, babe, babe, gotta go, gotta pee, babe. I need you to just stand outside the door. Can you just put a blanket up? Like, can you just, can you just hold a blanket up for me, real quick? Okay, thanks. Um, so the Pukiewski. The Poughkeepsie tapes. Listen, this was like when Selena Spooky Boo was trying to say Massachusetts and she kept saying Massachusetts. Listen, Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie tapes is on my honorable mentions. Um, That movie did creep me out pretty bad because when you go into it blind and you have no idea what it's about Mm -hmm. or anything like that, you get so sucked into it that you genuinely do forget you're not watching a true crime to... Okay, true crime documentary. You are watching a film. It's not real, and it it really does kind of fuck with you the way that it does it. And it was really it's what's really funny is how hard that movie was to find for the longest time, and now it's accessible pretty much everywhere. Like it's on Tubi right now. <laughs> like if anybody wants to just, I don't know if it's because people thought it was actually real. For the, the first time I time, found it but... was randomly like. People be talking about YouTube. YouTube was wilding back in the day. YouTube. Fucking a Serbian film. Y'all were just like, yeah, I'm 18. Boop. Watch this literal newborn child. Ah! Like, <laughs> it's fine. Like, it's just, uh, like, not saying the Poughkeepsie tapes is on the same level that a Serbian film is. It's not even scary. I mean, it's just horrible, but not, it just, just don't watch it. Anyway, um, but yeah, the Poughkeepsie tapes is one of those on YouTube. So I was like, oh, what is this? Are you 18 or sure? Boop. I start watching. I'm like, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what is this movie? Is this a movie? Right. Is this a movie? Like I didn't, I found footage can be that good sometimes. Oh my God. And what he, d- oh, but yeah, no, Poughkeepsie oh tapes my God, is definitely so awful. It's just so it's just, <laughs> it's good though. It's a good movie. Um, it's definitely one of those. It stays. You with would you. only watch it once, and then maybe like in ten years watch it again. I've seen it twice, but I yeah, I'm kind of due for a new rewatch because it's been. I feel like it's been a minute since I've seen it. Um, 
so one of mine first ones that I'm going to mention is um, the taking of Deborah Logan. And if you guys have listened to the episode that we did about the found footage films, it's actually one of my favorite found footage films as well. Um, the first viewing that I had of that film, if you guys are unfamiliar, is about a woman who, or these girls, this girl that wants to do a documentary on a woman who has Alzheimer's. She doesn't actually have Alzheimer's. She's actually being possessed by a demon. Um, it's fucking terrifying. Like, the first time that I saw it, I can't say that it genuinely scared me, but it had me creeped out pretty bad that I had to turn lights on. <coughs> I couldn't, I couldn't sit in my, cause I would usually sit in my bedroom and watch them in the dark, but that one I actually had to turn a small light on because I was like, that's, it was so fucking creepy the way that they did it and her fucking being creepy and shit and being naked and banging on a machine. Like, you know, it was just, it, it got you sometimes. That movie creeped me the hell out too. It's not on my list because it just it was it it didn't scare me like I totally get though like it was fucked up. I thought it was such a I know for me I worked as a nurse aide a thousand years ago in another life. Um, I've had many lives um, and I worked uh, very briefly because it's not for the faint of heart like. Literally, when they say it takes a special person, it takes a special person. Um, I worked very briefly uh, at a nursing home, long-term care facility, whatever they call them now, uh, on a Alzheimer's dementia unit. And, like, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Like... I feel like it's sad. It's... It is. And it's such a, like... There's so many different, like, dementia... And Alzheimer's both are so different. Like, it's such a... And some can come on so fast and some can come so, like, it can just be a gradual and then, like, go from I don't remember where the car keys are to I started driving and I don't remember where I was going to I don't remember who my own kids are or looking in the mirror and you don't know who's looking back at you. Um, it is very sad. So it was really interesting to me. I, it was such an original, anything that has such an original story like that. And that's what I appreciated it was. I was like, to right. take something like that, to take Alzheimer's, and flip it with a possession, like, that is insane. Was that was just, great. that blew me out of the water. Because how, it, it, if you've never experienced it, it could, it, it, I mean, it kind of. And she really doesn't know, like, you in really a way, she has Alzheimer's. Know. And you wouldn't know. No. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know either way. Until she starts doing some weird chant shit with snakes and, you know. And you're like, okay, this is an Alzheimer's. This is different. Okay. She just unhinged her jaw. What is this? This She's is not literally a, eating a child. This I is don't not a think symptom. this is Alzheimer's. The doctor didn't go over this. Calls doctors. <laughs> this wasn't picture. in the pamphlet. <laughs> send a picture to the doctor. Is this normal? <laughs> this was not in the pamphlet. <laughs> I remember talking about this. Um... So my next one, and again, not in any particular order, was Hell House LLC. We're both going to talk about this one because this this is on your actual list. Yeah, this is on my actual same. list. Um, first time, 
again, watched it at home by myself. Absolutely fucking terrified. Terrified. I remember jumping when Danielle got home because I was sitting, like, I was literally just telling Becky before we started this. I was looking at trying to find a horror movie on Prime, and lo and behold, that one was there. And I read the synopsis, and I was like, I love found footage. Let's give it a mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Turn it on, and was like, I never in a million years would have thought it would have been that fucking good. And then Danielle comes home, like, during all the, you know, the climax of the chaos, and I'm like, yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> she's like, is it scary? And I'm like, it's not that it's scary. Uh, like, it's it just... is genuinely so fucking creepy that it just, it really grabs you. It fully holds your attention the yeah. whole time. I mean, it had first go round, and we'll talk, I'm going to, this is another one on my list that's very similar. So first go round, I'm already creeped out. And I've talked about this before. I've not done many haunted houses in my life had a really bad experience with one in my childhood. So I didn't do a lot of, I didn't do any haunted houses for years. And so far I've only done one shout out to Dent. Had a great time. Absolutely loved it. But the concept of like, either something going wrong in a haunted house or a haunted house being really haunted or like, just any concept of that. Um, shout out to Funhouse Massacre. Fucking haunt people. People escape insane. Escape people from an insane asylum takeover. I mean that that right there. Terrifying. And no one knows it's real. Terrifying. Terrifying. It's amazing. So any concept of like a real of of a haunted house, either like. Insane escapees work there, or it's really haunted, or something happens, people start dying. Like, that is so real that it's, yeah. And I think, and then when you start falling more into what actually was going on with Hell House, and you really start getting, like, deeper into it, you're like, oh my fucking god, this is insane. And then the ending just... Yeah. I think the thing, there's something. The movie was just so, it was, you were already creeped out. You already knew something was going on. And then the one guy, when he was filming, like the main guy that was behind the camera and he's like sitting in his room, the first scene. And then all of a sudden somebody walks in his room. Like people kept, see, I don't, I'm sorry. I was like slapping my chair. I, the poor chair. I cannot. The thing about you will terrify me so bad in a movie if I see something walk behind somebody. I cannot. (laughs) It's when Sarah walked in his room. He said, "What's up?" and then she just walked out and said nothing. Um, Do we still know that was Sarah though? Like, was it Sarah? I'm pretty sure it was because he did say her name. Oh, that's right. She she started the first time. right, yeah. Um, The second time it was Melissa, which you didn't find out until Hell House Origins. Which anyway. The thing about Hell House that got me the most creeped out, and when movies do this, big shout out to Paranormal Activity for this, my imagination is going to come up with something so much fucking scarier than if Mm -hmm. you show it to me. That's why I love Paranormal Activity. You never see Toby. We're not talking about the ghost dimension because that's fucking garbage. Mm -hmm. But you never see Toby. You don't see him the entire time. My imagination's coming up with what he looks like. You never see what happens in that basement. Like, you see glimpses, 
you get an idea of what happened in the basement, but you never actually see it. You see handprints, you see blood smears, you see oh, you know, things like that. Investigative reporter goes back and he's mm-hmm. like, I just took the And I'm like, that is one of the things that got me so much of that film because I was like, you don't actually know. You know, but you don't know. You didn't see it. And it's my imagination is going to come up with a way scarier scenario than yeah. if I were to watch something like that happen. And Hell House had such a perfect, such a fucking perfect way of putting it in that movie where it's like it gives you just the right amount to show you while withholding enough to scare you. And shout out to shout out to Hell House too because that it was the perfect companion to the first one. Two or the origins? Two, the second one. Oh. Right after, yeah, right after the first one. Like, it's a it's a really good companion to the first one. Like, in really kind of, like, wrapping up the story. Like, explaining more about, like, what happened with Tully and the whole thing. Like, it really wraps around the story. Um, maybe not as scary, because they almost kind of seem like you're watching the same movie, to be quite honest. I, didn't I feel like, like they too very much. I did. I didn't. I, I personally like to. I, I think it's because of the religious stuff. It I took felt, me out. Like the more like because it got a little bit religious in the second one. Oh well, then that's why I'm so glad you didn't watch because the third one went there yeah. hard. The third one was like the angel Gabriel. But maybe I like, need to give it another chance because the third been... the third one was about the the third one when insomnia came in to the Abaddon and it was supposed to be a take on Faust, which, you know, we, we know that story and I, you know, which was fine, but like, it just, the end of the movie, it's like, yeah, that, that got, you, you really want to talk about religion like that. Yeah. I didn't care for the third one at all. I, I feel like, so this, the second one, got, I mean, cause I, you know, they, they had to go into like, the cult, Tully being a cult and trying to, I need to give the second conjure demons and, but I, I feel like the second one wasn't as scary as the first one because I feel like they were kind of the same. Yeah. I feel like I feel like honestly the second one could have been like the first one's part two. I feel like they could have split them into like a part one and a yeah. part two almost. Because it just kind of felt like a continuation of the first one, not like a true sequel, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um no, I need to give it but another But Origins, chance. everybody, oh, if you haven't so watched it yet, oh my god. Perfect companion the to the first two. Definitely worth it. Fuck them clowns. That's all I'm going to say. Man, fuck them clowns. Fuck them clowns. Fuck one in particular, but fuck all those clowns. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, I'm, and I cannot wait for another one. Like, give me, give please. me more, please. I'm very... Happy keep, with the trajectory. Keep making that... all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my next one um, is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um, again, this is a first time watch because watching it um, now is actually one of my comfort movies. But the first time watching this film really had me on edge because it is the true story of uh, Annalise. Oh, what's her name? Michael, Michel, something like that. It's French, so it's Michel, Um, Michel. She, her being possessed and everything in this film, just, I mean, if you've seen it, you know, it's the barn scene, the fucking, the barn scene that. I think single-handedly this, this movie 
was the first movie about demonic possession that actually genuinely like it was scary yeah i'm surprised i didn't put this on the list but yeah i'm that one did scare me it freaked me out pretty bad oh maybe not scare me i don't want to say freak yeah it was definitely freaky it definitely freaked me out it was definitely one it's a great i think the reason why i didn't put it on there because i it's a great movie it's so good it's just Mm -hmm. like it's just a really well done exorcism movie it's which is such so rare. a good movie yeah <laughs> just just a good it's yeah it's rare to just have one that's just in and of itself a really good film i think the reason why it did that's like, not campy and over the top over or, the top yeah it definitely was not over the top it was very real um i think the thing that stopped it from being actually truly scary for me was the ending when they read the letter about how she let herself be possessed so that others would know that God is real. I cried. Like it actually made me cry that she sacrificed her life for that. And she's considered a saint. Um, But yeah, the movie itself, like the, the contortions, the voices, uh, the eating of the bugs, um, everything that she did in the film with the possession was so realistic and it, but just like we were saying, it's not over the top. It's not insane. It's not crazy. It's not, it's not unbelievable. Like a lot of exorcism movies kind of go a little bit too hard and this one does it just enough. And it's very, <coughs> very well done and freaked me out pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Cause it was one of the first exorcism movies I ever saw. So it was, uh, it definitely got me, but now I love it. I still love rewatching it. Yeah, it's a <clears throat> yeah. It's de- I would I haven't watched it in a while, but I would definitely rewatch it again because it was just it was so good. It was one of few exorcism films that is just actually a really good movie and like good to watch. Like you like, don't even need to be a horror fan to watch it type of no, movie. No, that's it's, yeah, that's what I was yeah, that's what I was trying just, to say. It's just a It's really a good, good drama. Yeah. Like it's it's very good. Yeah. Well made for people who aren't horror fans. Yeah. Like that could still scare like maybe not scare you, but like definitely leave you kind of like unsettled. Cause like I said, like a lot of people are just freaked out by possession movies in and of themselves. And I think this one's a this one's an interesting take especially with with it being based on Annalise's real life case because there is that border between could this could this have just been mental illness or was was she actually possessed like was she actually possessed or was this was she schizophrenic was she was she just having a schizo a schizoaffective break like we know you know, in, in that world, we know that there are legitimate, really crazy things that can happen during insane episodes where people can do things and say things and have, uh, you know, auditory and visual hallucinations that to them are so real. Uh, when they tell you they're hearing voices, they are really hearing voices. So it's it's hard to... For for the average person that doesn't believe, it would be very difficult to to have that argument of, 
And I think that's the other thing that the movie did very well. It gave you that... Because the movie starts off immediately from the perspective in a courtroom. So it sort of turns the audience of the movie into the into the jury. So they're giving you both sides of the story. Like, yes, she she has had these issues. She's had depression. She was diagnosed with epilepsy. She was on this medication. It has these side effects. Um, her having that temporary paralysis and her body like contorting that that is a side effect of this medication that so it did a really interesting way of you know her thinking she was seeing demons she's hallucinating like it really presented a very well thought out argument on both sides where it literally left you as the as the viewer of the movie as the movie as almost as if you were sitting on the jury like we'll let you decide what do you think it was and i love that i really do yeah yeah, it was a perfect film. That was a really good movie. I need to watch that again. It's been a long so time since I've seen it. That is it's a, been a real, while. It's a really, really good movie. Um, so my next one, like I said, basically kind of going, kind of piggybacking off of Hell House. Um, the House is October built. Um, again, this is another one of those I watched by myself. It looked the cover art really didn't give you any indication on what the movie was about, which I liked, um, but it was really creepy. So I really didn't know what to expect at all. Um, it is a really gritty found footage film. It's low budget in the best way possible because it really makes you feel like it's real. You don't know who these actors are. You've never seen them in anything before. The camera work is shoddy. It's, there's so much happening. And then when shit hits the fan, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And it just gets creepier and creepier and creepier as it goes along. And then by the end of the movie, you're like, what in the fuck did I just watch? Um, so with that being said, if that's how you felt about the first one and you've never seen the second one, for the love of all that is holy, do not watch it. Don't. Um, just don't. I completely have put the second one out of my head because I rewatched the first one again, I think last year with my husband, and it's it creeped him the hell out. It, it actually really, really creeped him out. He also hated all of the guys. He hated them so much. <laughs> just... Yeah, they're kind really, of dicks. Really, really hated them. They are fucking dickheads. Um, so you like don't feel sorry for them by the end. You really don't. Um, but it is creepy. It's really creepy because it is so real. And the scene, and again, this goes this goes back to that fear. That scene where somebody has their camera and is filming them while they're sleeping inside of the motorhome. Like, no, no, <clears throat> nope. I hated every bit of that scene the scene where that chick wearing the doll mask goes in there and just looks around and breathes heavy and then leaves makes me so fucking uncomfortable oh that was the start of it what the fuck that was, the was start that of it where i was just like and even them they're like what the fuck just no. the thought of like you know you're in these places you're on a road trip you're these places you've never been before you don't know who any you don't you have no connection to these cities anything could happen you could break down whatever somebody's clearly following you they know where you are they know where you're going 
it just, it was like every unsettling thing that you could just throw in a movie, they threw in this movie. There's for me. so it was much like uncomfortable. The haunted houses, the the creepy mask. The, the guy out in the woods that had the fire and he's uh, like, are you guys enjoying my fire? Yep, and like, nope, bye. I'm and then they just house. all sit there and stare at each other. There's so many tension moves, tension moments in this movie that yeah. are so uncomfortable. And when they go to the fucking bar, when they follow her in the bathroom with the camera, let's make a movie. So that pissed, that genuinely pissed my husband off because he's like, he, he, he's big on this and people can take that however they want. I take it as being a protective, concerned husband that I'm very happy to have. He's like, I would have never let you go to the bathroom by yourself. Not in a place like that. No Hell way. no. No. But all he way. cared about was getting into the blue skeleton. So it didn't yeah, really matter. Yeah, he said there him. is absolutely no way. If we we have stopped, we have been on some road trip and have stopped at like some really rando side eye gas stations. And he's like, you absolutely are not going in by yourself. Because he, he'll be like, I don't have to pee, but you're not going in by yourself. Like, Good I would him. never let you rest stops. You're not going in by yourself. Nope. Like, there's, no. You you would never, I would never, where we're somewhere we've never been, or it's in the middle of nowhere, or it's questionable, or there's, like, weird rando people. I would never in a million years let you go by yourself. Like, there's no fucking way. And any respectable man, whether it's your friend, your sister, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever... I don't know how many movies I've seen where these guys let their fucking like, like, no, you stay here or you go. Are you, are you fucking for real? Do you just not care about, like, just say you don't give a fuck about them without right. saying you don't give a fuck about them. Like exactly. the worst ever. Like, yeah, there's just, there's too many unsettling moments in that movie that mm -hmm. just make it a little too real that, yeah, first go around watching it. I was like, no. I'll be honest, even watching it now, I still get uncomfortable. Oh, scenes. yeah. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. So my next one um, is the first viewing of it because it's actually one of my biggest, it is my biggest horror movie comfort now is The Conjuring. That's in my special mention. The yeah. first time I saw that film, I saw it at a movie theater at 10 o'clock at night and it scared the ever-living fucking shit out of me. It... And I mean it, too. When I say it scared me, it did. It scared me. I was in the fetal position in my theater chair with my eyes... Like, I was covering my eyes with my hands open, kind of looking at the screen. The exorcism scene scared the living daylights out of me. Um, Bathsheba's face never left my mind for that for the rest of that night. Oh, yeah. I got to see that every yep. few seconds in my brain. And, of course, that night I woke up at 3.06 a.m. Of course you did. And I did not go back to sleep until at least 3.15. Cause I was I was house sitting. I wasn't even in my own house. I was house sitting. Ew no. So when I woke up at that time, I freaked out because I'm like, where the fuck am I? Oh yeah, yeah no. I'm house sitting. Oh my and god. And then no. <laughs> I look at the time and I'm like, 306. Awesome. I'm just gonna lay here with my eyes closed. No, I had my eyes wide open with all the lights on. I was oh. like, this bitch ain't coming for me. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I saw The Conjuring, not only did it scare me, but it restored my faith that horror movies were going to come back. Um, the Conjuring, James Wan really put horror movies back on the map. And he, 
he really just did I can't I just cannot praise that movie enough and him for doing that and now it's one of my it's my biggest comfort movie I will literally just throw on the conjuring for a nap or whatever at this point I've got the whole fucking movie 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 memorized and when I fall asleep I fall asleep at the zombie song and I wake up during the exorcism every single time there's so much screaming going on and I'm like oh <laughs> yeah it's definitely one of my comfort films now but the first time I saw it it did <clears throat> it scared me and I'm very grateful that I was able to see it in the theater my next one is uh I might as well throw it out here because it's both it's on both of our lists is the fourth kind yes uh, and I think it's the same reason. We both thought that was like legitimately real. There are still okay. So I have to say <laughs> this because it was because it was just too funny. It was too fucking funny. Because apparently there's still people out out here to this day. Like I guess they just recently saw it and they fucking think it's real. So Matt Wright is a comic and he was on Joe Rogan's podcast a few weeks back and just I don't even remember what the Fuck, maybe they were talking about aliens because Joe Rogan was talking about aliens. And at some point, they Matt Rife brings up the fourth kind. And as Joe Rogan's never heard of the movie before, never heard of it, didn't know what he was talking about. And Matt, I'm 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 laughing so hysterically because I'm because this is how it went. And I thought of how absolutely terrifying this would be if this is like how you've had to find this out. So Matt Reif is describing the fourth kind to him as if this really happened. And Joe Rogan's producer, Jamie, like pulled up the trailer and is like pulling up scenes from the movie. And Rogan is high as a kite, terrified. Like he's terrified and Matt Rife's like they're showing you the foot like that really happened and Rowan's like oh my fucking god so I'm I'm dying I am dying because I'm like this is amazing because this is exactly how you want somebody to describe this movie to you if you've never seen it like you want somebody to get you this hyped before you watch this movie I just because I'm like He's never once telling him. And then I'm like, oh, wait, he doesn't know it's not real. I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. So it's literally somebody who to this day thinks the movie was real, describing it to someone who's never seen it. And they're both just sitting there terrified. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Like, I loved it. I thought... Please, nobody, please, nobody tell these two that this isn't real. Because this was, let them believe this it. was awesome. This was so awesome. I mean, just the look, the look on his face when he's watching the screen, like. Like when her, when Mila's character, like when, when the jaw and everything, he's like, ah, like the kid. They are both so, and it just, it was, it was even better because they were both blazed and so high and terrified and like, oh my God, this is real. What the fuck? It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Because I'm I like, thought, I think I thought it was real movie, for a good five oh, years. Oh, I after did for I saw a it. good listen. I'm still in the back of my mind. <laughs> it was like, listen. I know 
but do I know? Like, I think somebody like, actually made a good real. point of it. Like, they were like, I think the reason why it's so scary is because they gave it a demonic. Yeah. Like, it wasn't aliens. It was aliens. But it wasn't just aliens. aliens. They gave them, like, this demonic nature. And I feel like that in itself did it. I also think, too, it's the thing of, it was, it's similar, I think, any alien movie preys on our darkest fears of that if something invasion. of well that these aren't going to be that this isn't going to be fucking E.T. and it's not no. going to be Flight of the Navigator like they're not going to be friendly they're not going to sound like P.C. Herman Flight of the they're Navigator. not they're not going to be like <laughs> these aren't going to be friendly this is my best friend aliens like that's not that's, this my best friend that's she not a what real this best. is going to be like, that's not it's that's not what this is gonna be. No. Like it aliens uh what was it? uh Independence Day, uh Fourth Kind, these are all these movies where it's like it really taps into that part of our brain that like these if we were to direct encounter something from another world, they would be hostile against us. They would not be friendly. Understandable. They would I mean we're hostile against each other, so, like, don't even get me started That's on probably that. why they haven't came back in a while. Like, these people are so violent. Um, <laughs> why are they attacking each other? Uh, yeah. So, I think it's really, it's really preying on that, that deepest fear of they're not going to be friendly. This isn't going to be E.T. They're going to fucking kill you. Like, they're going, they're coming to take us over. They're coming to, you know, like, it... That's, I, I think it, like, played on that. It played on that fear of, like, and then coming to take her child. I think that, like, that was one thing that was and literally so unsettling. Possessing like, people, too. To, to not only, like, to, like, in real life, to have a missing child and, like, to go through all these years of not knowing where your child is. And then you wrap that in with, my, I do know where my child is. A fucking alien has my goddamn child and nobody believes me. Everybody thinks I did something to my kid. My other kid won't talk to me because they don't believe. I mean, it's like this, this poor woman had everything against her by the end of the film. Like it just, it was like, it was just everything. It was the whole thing. It was the possession. It was her. It was just, there is not really a happy Anything no, in that there was film. nothing happy in that whole movie. Not at all. And it was it was the, scary, it was the mockumentary it was style it was that it did it. Where sad. It felt so fucking real. It was the reenactments right next to the real time. Yeah. Because that's what they would do. They would do a reenactment next to the quote unquote real footage, and that's why I'm like, oh my god, like this is fucking real. Like the if you had See, never Rogan watching that, just like. If you had the never fuck. seen a found footage movie or knew what found footage was, I would take that film and I'd be like, let's watch this yeah, alien documentary. That, that and I would put you through. Yeah. I would put you through what I went through when I first saw that because I didn't sleep for weeks after that movie. I have never been so scared and sick to my stomach in my life from a film. I was terrified. I slept with my lights on. I was like, they're coming to get me. These fucking... Alien demons, whatever the fuck these shits are. 
so yeah, the fourth kind, um, that is my number one because that scared me for years and I couldn't watch it by myself for years until I realized it wasn't real. And then I watched it and I was like, it's still terrifying, but I can watch it by myself now because yeah, it's I can real. watch it by myself now that I, <laughs> that I'm like, this isn't real. This isn't, just keep telling yourself it's not real. And then of course I'm going to look out my window and see a white owl and jump off a cliff, but it's fine. Um, Oh, yeah, we saw a white owl when we went to Indiana State. Just yeet my cat at the owl. <laughs> Be careful. Some of those owls can eat your cat. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so my next one, I'm on my honor honorable mentions now. Um, my next one, I'm going to mention The Grudge. Um, now, The Grudge, you know what? I have to, I have to say this real quick because I put The Ring on mine. And I think for the same reasons. Because it's like, I don't give a flying fuck what anybody says first watch of those movies was terrifying. The Grudge was also the first horror movie I ever saw. Yeah. So I, it's the movie that gave me a crawling complex. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no. Um, I still can't stand that It scared the shit out of me when I was younger because it was, it was the first horror movie I'd ever, it's the first thing I'd ever seen like that. Yeah, The Ring, and, yeah, The Ring and The Grudge. I'd never seen anything like that. Before. The Ring is way better. <laughs> than the grudge way fucking better the ring is the best everything American about that movie is so just ew that tape being so fucking weird and creepy and the creepy kid and just the, the everything and the just i think the grudge could have been scarier I think the grudge could have been scarier. Um, yeah, but it was scary, but yeah. being being a teen, a very young teen, and it being the first thing I'd ever seen like that, it did. It scared the shit out of me, and it was the way she moved. It yeah, really, it was the way she moved. That's really what it was. But the movie as a whole, the grudge is not a good movie. It's not. It's going back and watching it. And I hate because I love Sarah Michelle Gellar was great in it, but like it's yeah, people still like the. The fact that so many people are like, The Ring was not scary. And I'm like, I don't. Then we just watched it. The Ring? Every movie after that was awful. But yes. the original. No, Ring 2 was actually okay. I, it was okay. I don't watch it. I regular, hated the kid by then. I wanted to yeah, be done. He, he's a fucking. I wanted to oh, yeet that fucking kid by. <laughs> I was about as sick of him. It was like the Baba Duke. I fucking couldn't stand that goddamn kid. In like, his defense, it was the fucking mother. Yeah, the now. No. <laughs> Please, I can't. But the that. Ring <laughs> is the best American remake of a yeah. um, foreign film. Japanese. Um, America sure. really actually knocked that one out of the park. The Ring was very good, but the rest of them. One missed call. Japanese version's better. Um, oh, my missed call was so disappointing. Pulse. I actually like Pulse. I did too. It's actually good. Did not I'm like, you have was... baby Kristen Bell and baby Ian Somerhalder. Come on. That movie's still like one of my... It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. I watch it a lot. But it, the Japanese version is better. I think it's better. still on TV. As soon as it was on, I, was like, ah! I watched it like, oh, it's just... It holds Does it give place. you a pulse? I love it. I'm sorry. But yeah, The bit. Grudge was a funny mention just because it's really not scary at all, but it scared me when I was younger. And uh, I, I didn't sleep for a couple weeks after that one, but once I went back and watched it when I was older, I was like, nah, man. <laughs> no. It's not scary. Good storyline, but it's not scary. 
Um, so the last one on my list before I get into my last few special mentions is um, Insidious, the first one. Um, the first Insidious film is very creepy. It is. It's creepy. It's very unsettling. It's it, it's just the whole concept of it's it's not the house. It's Dalton. It's I I used to travel like that in my dreams as a kid and just the the thought of being stuck somewhere or that spirits all around you that something else come it's just like the whole everything from start to finish through that whole movie this poor family just the whole the whole thing the whole thing you said your so dad did scary too, yeah you? we both did um so it was just it was the personal connection with it and just it being a really creepy, unsettling movie the whole time. It was just real. Oh God! And the first time you saw the fucking Darth Joseph Bashera and the yeah, it's like the Darth Maul demon. <sighs> Listen, that was a good <sighs> jump. That was a good jump scare. Best, though. one of the best jump scares. <laughs> one of great the best. jump scares. I mean, jumped out of my skin. Like start to finish, brilliant ending, brilliant. Set you up for a sequel brilliantly tiptoe um, through the tulips oh my god still hate that song forever hate that song um the second one like the second one was good the second one's my favorite honestly i love it i absolutely love the second one not as scary as the first one there was just something about the first one that just really the first one was got scary. you i mean just was like this is so i am so fucking creeped out i am so creeped out and so just a lot of it was because it was coming from um lynn shay's character and yeah. you couldn't see it you were just hearing what she was saying about it that was that was what made that part really creepy too Um, so I have two left. Um, one of my honorable mentions is The Exorcist. Um, if you know me, I've said it before, yeah, I, I have a very strange connection with this film. Um, is the movie actually scary? No. Was it scary for its time? Yes. Did it scare the shit out of me and make me ill? Yes. <laughs> so the reason why I had to honorably mention The Exorcist was because <clears throat> it gave me an attachment and scared the shit out of me for reasons that weren't because of the film. Um, when you were talking about it before, <coughs> about how there is a connection in a lot of the movies that you have listed... Um, like there's like a common theme. I don't know if you've noticed, but my common theme is clearly demons, which could very well be because of The Exorcist, because that movie, like I have a friend that told me she won't even watch it. She's never seen it and she won't watch it because of my experience of what happened. Well, and I think again, it, it really, I think it really does all go back to that idea of having something on you or in you that's controlling you like mm -hmm. not not having control of your own body not being in control of your own body of your own spirit of your own soul like yeah i think just that that innate 
even even with the religious part taken out of it i think any even if you're not a religious person whatever you take the the demon part just take even if you want to take that part out of it i think that just any human being that is an innate fear of not not being in control of yourself which Anything. considering that i grew up where i had no control yeah, over anything. All, right. It all comes back down to but and people ask me they're like I've never experienced like demons or an attachment from this film. Let me explain to you why I think I did. Being raised religious, especially in the Baptist um religion, they don't talk to you about Satan and demons as much as they talk to you about God and angels. They mention them, they kind of give you a few things here and there, but of course my curiosity gets the best of me. So I'm like researching, I'm like digging hard on demons, on demonic stuff, and I think I was getting a little too into it to a point where the exorcist was basically God's way of saying stop, because you're getting too far into this, and if you don't stop, you're going to be, it's not going to be good. I just, a lot of what you're saying, so, I recommend people read the demonology. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Read that book there's, changed my there's life. There's a lot of de it goes into a lot of detail mm. about like just be careful how far you're pushing certain things. Like And that book changed my life. Because too. you will Yeah. And that's why I tell people I'm like, you may make fun of things, like you don't think things have attachments or whatever. And it, it, it it's when you're so engro you're getting engrossed in it and you're getting a little too curious and you're getting a little too deep. Basically, I feel like The Exorcist was my warning. I think this is also a good... I think it's a good thing to put out to people that weren't raised religious either. Yeah. I think that's... I think it's so easy if you weren't raised like that to really not take it seriously. And then you're, you're like the most vulnerable because you don't even believe in it. You don't believe in any of it. So they, you're they just like, like to pray on that's that. what I'm saying. Yeah. So I... Yeah. yeah. Especially... I'd say especially if you're not religious read the demonologist i i would yeah honestly i really would i feel like because i, I feel wish. like those are the people that are the most like because they're like well i don't believe in any of that well you don't have to but it's there you don't have to be deeply religious to like my husband's not but he believes in it enough to not go <laughs> Fucking Hogan. with it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to be overly religious to at least know that, like, I'm not going to fuck around and find out. Like, I'm I'm not going to put myself in the position to even, to even go there. Um, but yeah, that, that movie um, definitely won't ever be watching that again. And it's okay. I don't need to. <laughs> I'm I've, perfectly fine. Yeah, I've just... I've seen it so many times. I know for me, one of the main... I Well, the first time I saw it, I saw it way too young. I, I can, I'd can say a lot of people would say <laughs> that too. Fuck with me. Um, <laughs> so it was like years, years later before I ever watched it again. And I think for me, because like, my mom was raised Catholic and like, my mom was kind of like my big like horror influence. She was always the one that like Halloween, take us to scary movies, da da da. But, like, The Exorcist, where she was, like, she was always just super weird about that movie and super weird about any type of possession movie or anything like that. Like, 
It makes sense with her Amityville, being deeply religious. Amityville horror creeped her the fuck out. Any anything about demons, demonic possession, The Exorcist we weren't even allowed to watch. Like if it would come on, my mom like like shut that down. And then you find out later, like real devout Catholics do not fuck with, like they believe in that. Like you're taught that, like in Catholicism, like whereas others, it's like God, Catholicism, it's it's all about demons like you're you're ingrained with that like you fully believe in that my mom really believed i mean really really believed in demons like i do too but i mean like you're inundated with it even more when you're raised catholic so like she just did not she like firmly believed that but a lot of catholics even said that back when that movie came out that like the devil was in that film that even to watch the film you know, because there were like these little intercut scenes that were done on purpose with like the faces and shit that like people literally said that like you watch that film, you're going to, which is, you know, but like, but I mean, if you believe that hard, like who am I to say? I'm not going to dump on somebody, you know, just because it's not something I believe. If you were taught that hard to believe it, you fucking believe it. Mm -hmm. Like that's what you believe in. So yeah, my mom was not like, nope, she was not fucking with that movie. That's not, um, Cinematically, it's a great film. Mm -hmm. Great film. Great cinematography. Great, wonderful um, soundtrack. Great. Honestly, the, especially for its time. Two Bells the best is amazing. Movies. Like it, just, it is. Yeah, I mean, really, like, but it's one of those like you don't. Even if you, do, I'm worried about you if you're like I can. I just I watch the answers all the time. I can watch it over and over and over. I, that is that's. <laughs> is that? I, I think I've seen that movie. I've probably watched it maybe enough to I maybe a handful of times. That is not a movie you need to watch over. I that's you're like like are you okay? Do I feel like do you need to is talk how to people somebody? feel about me when I say that Hereditary is one of my comfort movies? I hope not, because I could watch that over and over again. The Exorcist, I cannot watch that over and over again. I don't know what's more about that that's more traumatic than. It's just not a movie that I was like, oh, I, I watch it. I watch it all the time. I'm like, really? The Exorcist <laughs> is my comfort like, movie. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? In the name of the Father. Yeah. <laughs> you with holy water. You're just like the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Why am I wet? Why am I burning? I'm getting fucked out of here. <laughs> Is it, is it hot in here? No. Nope. Where's yeah. that steam coming from? Holy shit. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Nope. <laughs> Done. Um, I'm going to run through my honorable mentions real quick because I just literally sitting here, one popped in my head and I'm like, I don't know if I've ever talked about this movie and I feel like nobody talks about this movie and this movie genuinely scared the fuck out of me when I first saw it and I to this Day. And I'm like, this movie was fucking scary. This movie was scary. And I don't know why people never fucking talk about it. I feel like people just forget about it. But real quick, I want to mention, um, shout out to Adam Green. Digging Up Tomorrow is amazing. It's such a good movie. It's so fucking freaky. It's such a great concept. It just gets freakier and weirder the long, longest it goes. And then the ending is so fucking scary. It is really great, good. Great movie. Very, Everybody very good. To see it. Hush. 
amazing, one of the first early Mike Flanagan movies I saw along with Oculus. Again, one of those like, I don't like home invasions. I don't like anybody being in my house. I don't like, and just the whole concept of she's, she's uh, mute and deaf. Uh, incredible. Incredibly executed. And I, executed and I love that they put you in her shoes. Like yes, a lot of it's in the from movie, her it's POV. You can't hear it. Then love I love it. that. Very creepy. Very, very unsettling. You don't know why the killers also like the killer has no motive. Like it, so many of these movies, so many of those you've had the because you were home. Type yeah, deals. Hush is similar to the strangers in you have no idea. And most of those type of movies, there the killer has some type of motive. There's a reason why he's even in slasher films. There's a reason why Michael Myers is going after this person. There's a reason why Jason's going after the campers. So there's always some motive hush there's no you don't know why the fuck this guy's doing this you don't know where he came from you don't know why he's wearing this mask you don't know why he's targeting her it's just like eh, well i just decided tonight i was going to kill somebody and here's this random lady because tonight will be the night that i will kill you like, like that that's terrifying it terrifying. is but the one I wanted to mention that literally popped in my head and I was like, I cannot believe I fucking forgot this movie and we need to talk about it. Darkness Falls. Darkness Falls. That movie scared you? Was ter terrifying. Terrifying. I'm so sorry. It did not. Scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it. Especially <laughs> the beginning when he's hiding in the fucking bathroom. Nobody talks about this movie. Nobody Nobody does. talks about Darkness Falls. They don't. If you guys don't know what it and is, it's basically it a horror movie about the tooth fairy. And even if it didn't scare you. It was creepy. It's a good movie. It's a very good it's movie. It's a good movie. And it's a good. It's. It, it's. I don't care. People can. I, you. It may have not have scared you. That movie scared me. The the backstory it's creepy. The it's backstory creepy. is very Blair Witch. Mm -hmm. She's a sweet woman, and her face gets the, the fucking that bitch takes that mask off. That movie is scary, and it's I mean, and nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about Darkness Falls. I had to bring it up because I feel like that that movie never ever and that movie is twenty years old. Movie came out twenty years ago. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> and it is hard to find. You have to buy it on Amazon. If I ever come, if I ever come across a DVD copy of that movie, I'm I've I, seen it. I have to own. Next it. time, now that I yeah. see that, I'll get it. For I you. need to own it. I need to own that because that that movie just does not. I don't think it gets the love it deserves. And it deserves the love. It's it does. a really good It is a good movie. movie. It's very... If you, and it's, it's got a great story. And if it's not going to scare you, it will creep you out. It's very creepy. It creeped me the fuck out. Because I'll never forget my cousin. She was like, fuck you got to watch this horror movie. It's about the tooth fairy. And I was like, what? And then I watched it and I was like, that was genuinely creepy. Duh it fuck? creeped me the fuck out. Duh fuck? Oh my God. The story just everything i thought and again one of these concepts like you made the tooth fairy horrifying what the fuck <laughs> i had a very special relationship with the tooth fairy when i was a kid i used to write the tooth fairy letters 
Like, I really thought the Tooth Fairy was real. <laughs> I did. I love the Tooth Fairy. That's precious that my you dad, wrote the Tooth Fairy my dad letters. I saved the little letters. Shut up. That's adorable. Like, I oh my god. Love... So the fact that, like, you took something so precious in my childhood and you turned it into a fucking horror movie. Like, ah, don't lose your tooth. Please don't lose your first tooth. Oh my god. <laughs> also, I just wanted to say, and I, I found this out, like, Unfortunately, and it's this is awful. The guy, um, the guy who played the main character, and it's the only movie I ever saw him in. The guy who played Kyle Walsh, um, unfortunately died at the age of 34 from a drug overdose. Um, oh, that's sad. Yeah, he was so good in this movie. Um, I guess he had a reoccurring role on the show The Shield, but I I never I never saw him in any other movie besides Darkness Falls, and I thought that movie was so good, and I thought he was so good in it, and just randomly decided to look at look him up one day, and yeah, and if anybody didn't know, he unfortunately did die in two thousand and seven. He was like thirty four years old of a drug overdose. So that's sad. Check on your friends. R.I.P. Matthew Perry, even though we don't know what happened, but I pray that didn't happen because I, yeah. it's fucking awful. But just like anybody that you know, I don't care how long they've been sober. If they're going through some shit, check on your friends. Relapses are real. Check on your fucking friends. Just say, hey, how you doing? That's, just, really that's all, you, all do. you have to do. You know, just that that could literally save somebody's life or they could have that drug in their hand and throw it away because you took that two seconds to say, hey, do you, do you, you good? Everything all right? Like, just know that you are literally saving somebody from the brink just by doing that. So I know that kind of took us off course, but I just want to say that because this, I mean, hey, we're, we're doing educational thing. Like, we're talking we're about demons. To, we're talking about, you know, saving lives here and shit. You know, we're putting in the work. Uh, I do have one more. Um, and this is because I'm, I was born, I was born. You were? I was. Really? <laughs> I'm actually a human being? Okay. So. You're casting. I was raised religious, as you guys know. Um, The Witch, the first time that I saw it, I saw it in the theaters. That movie unsettled me so much to the point that I did not speak for hours after I saw it. And see, I hate it because the first time I saw it, I hated it. Well, it was because I was raised so fucking yeah. religious that a lot of stuff that I was taught was exactly how the movie points it out, where Satan infiltrates quietly, um, and then eventually, you know, she becomes a witch, whatever. Um, I was with one of my best friends at the time, and she literally called me when I got home and was like, are you okay? You haven't, you literally said bye to me and that's all you said. Like, I couldn't speak. I could not speak after I saw that film for a good two to three hours. Because it, I was just digesting it. And now it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I know with me, the first time I watched it, I I did not watch it with subtitles. And I watched a bad copy. Wow. It's a dark movie. And, I and they talk see, in very old English. I couldn't see anything. And I couldn't understand anything they were saying. So I was pissed off the whole time. By the time it got to the crow biting off her nipple, I was like, what the fuck is going on with this fucking movie? I am so done 
what in the fuck? Like, so I was like mad. I was like, I don't like this movie. So I was like, no, you, I'm like, bitch, you need to fucking watch this again with subtitles, with the brightness turned all the way up, <laughs> all the way up. You're like, I can actually um, see what's happening. And so I watched it again and I was like, I love this movie. This is one of my all time favorite movies. Great, it no. is a comfort. I fucking love it. Why did y'all have to make Black Phillip hot? This was a little weird for me. This is why I had a little bit of a problem. Yeah, you guys need to stop making Jesus and the devil hot. Please stop. There's no reason. Because that was very uncalled for. That was very uncalled for. For him to be that fine and throw out that would would thou like to live deli- I will just say delicious again. <laughs> say it again. Just look at me and lick say it your, again. Just look at me and lick your lips and say delicious again. I know you're Satan, but like, could you just? His voice was like ASMR. <laughs> Have you looked up what he really looks like? Like, stop! Stop making Jesus and the devil hot. Please stop doing that. You are confused. You're confusing so many people. We already have problems. Stop doing this. We already have religious trauma. Right. You don't need to make Jesus and the devil hot. Stop doing that. And I'm gay. Like, just stop. People like, are trying to get right with the Lord. And y'all are up here. If you out here it's been ever make Giving him abs and cheekbones and stuff. Imagine making Tom Hiddleston play the devil. I think I would actually just can't come in the theater. Just when saying. can I go to hell? Can I go now? Can I go now? Have I been bad? Can I go now? <laughs> I've been awful. <laughs> I am. I will commit murder. I have now. been awful. What do I? What need you to, need? What do I need to do? What What do you need? What you want? Do y'all, you we're trying? Do y'all, you want to live deliciously? Y'all, we're trying to get right. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Okay, just. Stop it. Anyway. Stop it. I don't understand why y'all think that <laughs> does something. Stop doing it. Okay. That was fun. That was fun. We hope you guys had fun. Please let us know if there's any movies that we didn't mention. Listen, no wrong answers on this, guys. No. I'm sure there's some on our list. Y'all are going to be like, what the fuck? That wasn't scary. Uh, which is totally fine. Um, if you guys have ones that you would like us to know, please DM us, send us an email. We'll throw out everything at the end. Like we always do. Um, but we would love to know there's no wrong answers. There's literally no wrong answers. There could be ones we totally forgot that we were like, Whoa, wait a minute. That one is scary. Or, you know, we're not going to laugh at you. Maybe. Um, <laughs> we won't, but no, no, seriously, there's no, cause wrong it's answers. just like we I said at really, the beginning, it's different for everyone. I would love to hear what other people's movies are it really would so next week hopefully we've given everybody enough time to see it and digest it but we are going to be talking about saw x there will be spoilers as always um do you know how stupid i am i was like this ain't saw x this is saw nine there's only been nine of them it is the tenth because of spiral so they counted spiral they counted spiral Nice. Because I was like, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight is Jigsaw. And then I was like, there's nothing after that. I wonder if it's because the director of Saw X worked on Spiral. He was actually supposed to direct Spiral. It's possible. I, I read that. Yeah. He was supposed to direct Spiral and I think he ended up 
producing it or work he worked on it somehow so i felt so stupid though because i was like this is literally the ninth i don't understand what you mean but they're counting spiral that's why it's the 10th so yeah i appreciate it i mean kevin uh group Grotart, Grotart. I'm sorry, Kevin Grotart. His poor last name. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering. That is amazing. That's, I hope that's, that's what it is. literally what the enunciation is telling me it's supposed to be said. But I don't it think is Grotart. G R E U T E R T. I'm so sorry, Kevin, if I'm butchering it. But he's pretty much been involved in some way, shape, or form with the Saw series since since its inception. He's worked on, um every film he was the editor of the first five films um and jigsaw he directed uh the sixth one he directed saw six and uh yeah he was supposed to come back and direct spiral but that didn't happen because of a scheduling conflict so he ended up editing spiral and was given an executive producer credit and then came back and directed Saw X. So he's been involved with every Saw film in some inception from the start. So um, I think that's really cool that he counted Spiral as part of the rant. Because it is. I mean, it is. I I feel like a lot of... I enjoyed Spiral. I hate that it didn't do well. I think it kind of fell into the curse of Halloween 3 where people really did not want to see anything to do with Saw that didn't have Jigsaw in it. Just like nobody wanted to see a Halloween movie that didn't have Michael Myers in it. But hopefully at some point Spiral will get that cult classic love like Halloween 3 got at some point. Because now everybody loves Halloween 3. Now everybody loves it. Now it's Just like everyone loves it. Halloween ends. Everybody loves it. But um, I think that was Spiral. I don't think there were just, there were fans that did not want to see a Saw. They didn't want to see a spinoff Saw franchise. Like, if you don't involve Amanda or Jigsaw, Jigsaw or Hoffman. even Hoffman, then, then, then it's not Saw. Which is funny to me because I'm like, you know... They really gave it all to you in Saw X, didn't they? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I did too. If other I thought people it was didn't great. like it, sorry. It is 100% but... a fan letter. Well, I feel he like also the directed Jezebel, letter. which I actually... That's a great movie. I love... That is a really good movie that no one Not scary, about. but need to watch Jezebel. Great story. Great, wonderful story. Loved it. Loved the ending. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. I am so sorry. Chinese food makes me burp a lot, apparently. That's fine. It was good, though. All right, guys. Well, yep, we will be talking about Salt X next week. Of course, you know we have the socials. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at DFWTO Podcast, handle DFWTO8811. If you have any questions, concerns, or want to say hey, um, or tell us the horror movies that scared you, email us at DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a subscribe and a follow. You'll always know when we put new episodes out. It gets a little spotty during the holidays, but not really. Um, I think there's only a couple Wednesdays we have to cancel, so that's it's not going to be bad. If you guys but... have been a long-term fan, you know it's usually if it either falls on or before Thanksgiving or on or before Christmas, then we will be taking a little bit of a hiatus. <clears throat> but it's okay. Um, 
Give us a follow and a subscribe on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Leave us a review and we appreciate it. Also, lastly, don't forget that our merch is on sale for DFWTOween, uh, 31% off of your orders all the way up until the 24th of this month. To air tag, I think we got it. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We had a great time. I uh, can't wait to talk about Saw next week. We if hope you... we gave you guys some movie ideas. Watch Saw X if you haven't seen it yet. Is it streaming um, yet? Is it? Or just go see it in theaters. Just go see it in theaters. Just, just, just go, go see it. Just go to just the go. theater and see it. Go watch a movie. There you go. Yeah. Go see it. Go treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> Trick or treat. Treat. <laughs> Anyway, guys, we love you so much. Have a wonderful week. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original. original. Okay, bye. At first, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, it didn't.